Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. We think, oh man, if we could go back. This, this, is, this is common thinking. And, and I want to encourage you and admonish you by the grace of God. Here, here's my, my pastoral word to you. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. This is co- too common in the church. This is our thinking. Oh, if we could go back. The first century church, they really had it. They, man, they got it. The problem with the church today is we're not like the first century church. The fir- no, 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 no. We're, we're on the way up. Things are improving. Are there false teachers in the church today? Yeah. Is evangelicalism in America not quite as robust as I would like it to be? Yeah, you betcha. But no, 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 no. The goal is not to go back. Uh, Brian Sauvet, uh, he says it like this. He says, we are not the lesser sons. The church today, Christians today, we are not the lesser sons of former sires. We're not. It took the church 300 years just to figure out who Jesus was. Is he fully God? Is he fully man? This hypostatic union thing, how does that work? If you ever wonder, how come all the historic creeds, the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, how come they don't ever tell us what we should believe about eschatology, the last things? I'll tell you why. They didn't get there. They were just figuring out who Jesus is. The church slowly over time is is sharpening its doctrinal convictions. Over time, we know more now than they did. We do. Things are actually better now. People all the time, they're like, oh, things are just getting worse and worse and just spiraling, you know, just worse and worse until Jesus comes back. No sense. Polishing brass on a sinking ship, rearranging, you know, the deck on the Titanic, you know, just worse and worse until Jesus comes back. All right, look, let's just do quick math. Uh, How many Christians were there at the time of Jesus? How many are there now? Is the trend going up or down? And when you think about Satan before the ministry of Jesus, the strong man in the earth, his house being bound so that we, the people of God, can go in and plunder the house. When you think about that, it's like, well, what about World War II? What about Hitler, Joel? Hitler, I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah, you know what? Hitler, the Third Reich can be measured in a matter of months. But there is nothing like Babylon. And there is nothing like Assyria. And there is nothing like the Persians. And there is nothing like the Ottoman Empire. And there's nothing, and we could go on and on and on, not months, centuries of oppressive, tyrannical, demonic empires that stretched across the known world at that time that would fillet their victims alive and hang their skin on the walls of their cities to intimidate their enemies. Horrible things. Horrible things. So we decided that things are getting worse because we do this. We take a short amount of history in an isolated location. So we look at America in the last 50 years, and we're like, well, things are getting worse. How about looking at the whole world over the last 2,000 years? So instead of just our nation 50 years, let's look at the whole world 2,000 years. Hunger has gone down, and yet there are more people. So much for overpopulation. Right? Poverty has, has the, the poverty line has, has gone up. In the sense that people across the board have a better quality of living. And the gospel has spread to virtually every tribe, tongue, and nation. There are still unreached people groups 
that are virtually unchristianized, but the gospel has spread. There are millions of converts. And yeah, the last 50 years, and especially we've seen it highlight the last five years in America, you know, that, that's not going to make the highlight real for, for the post-mill documentary, you know, that, that we watch and have. That's, that's not our best moment. I admit that. Not our greatest, greatest moment, right? There, there, are, there are spikes and dips, right? Just like the stock market. And we've been in a bit of a dip. That's true. But to say that things have been just progressively worse for 2,000 years in every nation across the planet, there's just no, absolutely no history to back that point up. It cannot be substantiated. Jesus bound the strong man. And what is happening by the preaching of the gospel through primarily conversion, through the expanse of the saints and the church, is that the enemy and the kingdom of darkness is being pushed back. That's the powers of the age to come. We're living in it. We're not the lesser sons of greater sires. The people in the first century, they, I guarantee you, as they watch, as it were, from heaven, they're saying, gosh, that would have been cool to be alive in their time. And we're sitting here reading, oh, man, the book of Acts. Oh, man. Get over it. Move on. The book of Acts was great 2,000 years ago. But, but, but God has appointed us in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. And this is exciting. It's not all falling apart. It's not. I, I preached this a few weeks ago, but well, it's like, well, but Joel, I mean, the, the, way that, the way that the godless and the pagan are just lashing out, yeah, that, that's like an animal. Once it's been wounded and it's trapped, it frosts at the mouth and it's, it's reeling and clawing. Yeah, that, it, that's because it's on its last leg. That's what that is. It knows that its doom is sealed. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. Read 2 Timothy chapter 3 on your own sometime. That's, that's the passage that's always cited, right? In the last days, you know, people will be lovers of self and gluttons and this and that. And you read that and you're like, oh, man, we're living in the last days because we're in America and everybody's fat. Okay, well, yeah, all right, that, I, I see your point there, you know, but, but that's not. You're missing it. 2 Timothy chapter 3, if you read on, it goes on to say... Not just lovers of self and disobedient to parents. It goes on to say this. It says, like those two men, they will not get very far. Which two men? It talks about Johnny's and Jambres. Jonas and Jambres were the two right-hand magis, magicians, in the time of, of the exile or, or the exodus in Egypt with Israel. They were the right men of Pharaoh that, that, that tried to counter the, the signs and wonders that Moses performed by the power of God. And these two men... It says, they will, just like those two men, they will not get very far. And it goes on and says, 2 Timothy chapter 3, their folly will be seen by all. Their folly will be seen by all. Meaning this, as, as the pagan, as the enemy of God tries to counter God's power, tries to do what only God can do, what only tries to produce fruit that can only be produced by, by God. So as a pagan comes and says, I've got a great idea, Marxism, it's never truly been tried. If we try it the right way, you know, it'll work this time. Well, I got a great idea, socialism, you know, and people can have universal income, you know, and housing and people, you know, if they were just taken care of, the thing that's, that's holding humanity back is their fear. And if everybody was taken care of, you know what they would do? Be lazy and drugs? No, 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 no. They would do great works of art and cure cancer. And like, I've got a great idea. I've got a great idea. No, their folly would be plain to all. That's what 2 Timothy chapter 3 says. Just like Jonas and Jambres. Like, like magicians. It's fake. And everybody, everybody eventually will know that it's fake. They will not get very far. But you, Paul goes on to say to Timothy, you stick to the script. The word of God. 
put those things into practice. Play the long game. Because the long game of faithful obedience is not flashy, it's faithful. Not flashy, but faithful. Jonathan Jambers, flashy. The people of God, faithful. We will outlast them. They will not get very far. And their folly will be plain to all. 2 Timothy chapter 3 doesn't say there will be more bad people. It just says that there will still be bad people. At any time throughout the church age, there will always be pagans. There will always be bad people. And those bad people in certain times will be really bad. But those bad people and their really badness won't ultimately be successful. They won't get very far. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor. Take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.